0: a Dear Media original podcast. Today's episode is brought to us by ZocDoc. When we're not feeling our best and we're just trying to hold it all together, finding great care should not take up all our energy. That's where ZocDoc comes in using their free app that millions of users rely on. You can find the right doctor that meets your needs and fits your schedule. Book an appointment with a few taps in their app and start feeling better faster with ZocDoc. Thousands of medical professionals on ZocDoc are there to help you. They listen like a friend and they give you the expert care that you really need. I was sick recently and I looked around on the app and I really appreciated that there were so many people right by me. It made it really easy for me. And the last thing I wanted in that moment was to have a bunch of steps and I appreciated that they were all done right there in one app. The thing I really love about ZocDoc is it just makes it really, really easy. You can choose from thousands of patient-reviewed doctors and specialists, browse doctor profiles, upload and verify all your insurance information, and get the care that you really need. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them and treat almost every condition under the sun. Go to ZocDoc.com slash instincts and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash instincts. ZocDoc.com slash instincts. Hi, welcome to Good Instincts. I'm Shira Barlow, but you may know me as the Food Therapist. Join me every Monday through Friday for bite-sized episodes designed to help you close the gap between where you are right now and where you want to go. This should feel good, like really good, and it will, I promise. So something that's always been really helpful here with this show is that because I do see clients regularly, there are things that come up consistently in my practice that then I realize are also popping up among friends and I feel like it's a good thing to discuss here. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. I wanted to talk about the roadblocks that I'm seeing in my practice pop up that I think could be helpful here. So the first one is underestimating how hard it can be to make really thoughtful decisions when we're stressed. And I'll give you a very specific example of this. So recently, I started working with a newer client who had been doing IVF for years and it had been unsuccessful. It had also taken a significant toll on her body that was really, really hard and upsetting. And she and her husband were now going the surrogacy route. And just having a bunch of clients that have gone through this same exact thing and some friends of mine, knowing how emotional that whole process is, I found out on this day that we were also meeting that it was the same day that they were doing the embryo transfer to her surrogate. And as we were going through the session, she was being incredibly stoic, but I think that it was so obvious that this was going to be an incredibly emotional day. For her, she was feeling really out of control around food. So What I said to her, and it kind of goes off that same idea of when we talked about when we're feeling overwhelmed, breaking down a big task into smaller tasks. And for her in that moment was obviously really being honest about the fact that this was a really, really hard day. It was going to be a hard day no matter what. It was going to be an emotional day. And what could she do to take care of herself in that moment? And in this case, bypass the need for willpower altogether by pre-committing to making a really good choice for herself. And what would that mean to break that down into much smaller tasks? So, We knew that she had to go to this appointment. We knew that it was going to be a couple hours long and she would probably be getting home around six. So she was originally planning on making this whole recipe for her and her husband, but we talked about it and it kind of started to seem like that was not that realistic that she would be up for doing this whole baked fish dish for her and her husband. And in fact, what she really wanted was to order something that actually felt really balanced to her, but was also really comforting to her. And it was like a healthy meal, but it was not prepared by her. And I thought that that was really honest and good. And so what we came up with was that as soon as she was leaving the hospital, she would order that on her phone. So it was there when they got home so that she had truly pre-committed to making this decision ahead of time. And it seems so Captain Obvious, but it's really not. And I think part of it is that you might think about those things for like your kids or your loved ones or someone that's staying with you, wanting to have a meal, waiting for them when they get home. But for ourselves, we don't often think of ourselves in that way. And we don't often take care of ourselves in that same way. And I thought that it was kind of the perfect thing for her to do. I think in those moments, we kind of need to like mother ourselves. And that was the fix in that place. And I think a lot of people could relate to that. The next thing that comes up a ton and it always has and it comes up with friends too is this idea of the way that we actually talk to ourselves and the way we start believing these things about ourselves that may not be true. And I'll give you a specific example. I have a client of mine who is actually a longtime client and she's going through something very specific right now where she's just like very, very stressed and in it. She's going through a family thing and the reality is that it's been hard for her to really focus on the goal at hand, and there have been a couple of days where here and there where she just like hasn't been able to make really thoughtful decisions, and then she's gotten really upset about that. And we were talking about it recently, and she said something to the effect of like, "Shira, I have no accountability. I just need more accountability. I have no accountability." and we stopped for a second and really looked at that. And the reality is, is, that's not true. I think that when we start to label ourselves as someone who just doesn't have this personality trait, we really start getting to a place where we're almost lying to ourselves because that's not actually true. In this moment, and we've talked about this before, this has not been a huge priority for her during this major, major transition in her life. And again, we have talked about this, but I think it bears repeating that I think that in those moments, it's really, really healthy and helpful to be honest with yourself about where you are and what you're able to do in that moment. So being like looking at the calendar saying, oh, you know, this week is end of the year stuff for school. I'm feeling really stressed. I can only do so much. This can't be front and center. Again, like we just talked about, thinking of ways that you could bypass willpower altogether and make some decisions ahead of time. But what I don't want to happen is when you do make those missteps, which does happen, we start lying to ourselves about what we're not capable of. Because I think that those get ingrained in us and we really start to believe them and they really affect what we think that we're capable of. And it's just not true. So I think in those moments when we potentially disappoint ourselves instead of being like, God, I suck. I have no accountability. I do this all the time. I can't get out of it. Being like, oof what was going on for me this week that made it really hard for me to act in my own best interest? What was happening? What was my trigger here? And it's funny because that skill translates to every part of life in every relationship you have and in work and all these things where we do have missteps. And in a lot of cases, we're able to kind of look at it from that place of what happened here that made it really hard to take great care of myself. And I think that we do it in those other ways, but we don't necessarily do it all the time with food. And I think that it's really, really important to do so. And the last one, which we have talked about here, but I really do think bears repeating because now it is summer and people a lot of times use this idea of summer as a loophole. Like, oh, it's summer, it doesn't count. It's vacation, it doesn't count. And the reality is that this doesn't work for one specific reason. And that's because it is not rooted in reality. The reality is, is that we're grown ups, and nothing is off the table bearing any like terrible intolerances you may have, but nothing is off the table. And yet not everything in theory can be worth it to you if you have X, Y, and Z goals. And so I think that when we indulge in this kind of alt-universe in where things don't count. We get farther away from what we actually want, but we didn't do it consciously. And that's not what I want. So I think that as we enter this summer season and people have their goals, I think we should be really honest about what those are and what are the cases in which we maybe want to be a little more flexible. And knowing that you may come back from your vacation, feel a little farther behind from where you were and have that be okay, which I am totally fine with when my clients decide to go that way. But I think that we have to do that consciously and thoughtfully, and that's what keeps it all going. Because when we don't do that, then we start also labeling ourselves as people that just aren't capable of doing this, or we don't have willpower, we don't have accountability. When in reality, we you know wanted to be a little more loose. We wanted to have a little more flexibility, and that's totally fine as long as we're being really honest about that. So those were the roadblocks that come up pretty frequently in my practice. I wonder if you have any experience with any of these or anything you want to share with me. Come find me on Instagram at Shira underscore RD. Tomorrow, we're going to be talking about what is really in quote unquote natural flavors. I'll see you there. Thank you so much for listening to Good Instincts, hosted and written by me, Shira Barlow. You can find me on Instagram at Shira underscore RD. Good Instincts is a Dear Media Daily. today's episode is brought to us by ZocDoc. When we're not feeling our best and we're just trying to hold it all together, finding great care should not take up all our energy. That's where ZocDoc comes in using their free app that millions of users rely on. You can find the right doctor that meets your needs and fits your schedule. Book an appointment with a few taps in their app and start feeling better faster with ZocDoc. Thousands of medical professionals on ZocDoc are there to help you. They listen like a friend and they give you the expert care that you really need. I was sick recently and I looked around on the app and I really appreciated that there were so many people right by me. It made it really easy for me. And the last thing I wanted in that moment was to have a bunch of steps and I appreciated that they were all done right there in one app. The thing I really love about ZocDoc is it just makes it really, really easy. You can choose from thousands of patient-reviewed doctors and specialists, browse doctor profiles, upload and verify all your insurance information, and get the care that you really need. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them and treat almost every condition under the sun. Go to ZocDoc.com slash instincts and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash instincts. ZocDoc.com slash instincts.